The Halos deserve all of the tungsten arm O'Doyle tweets from this weekend. They should be sat down and showed every single one. We'll tell you why. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by the Game Time app. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Thanks for being here for this episode of Locked on Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Fresh Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, it's our second season here at Locked on Angels with you, and we are talking Angels baseball every Monday through Friday, every single weekday. You can count on us to be there for you, no matter how bad it gets with this team. Hey, uh, <laughs> Locked on Everydayers, we're going to be recapping each game of the week, including uh, the series starting today against the Reds. Hopefully, we'll see what the news is. Uh, with the weather and whatnot, but uh, right. you know they're expected to play the Reds, which should be an exciting series. Uh, on today's show, we're recapping the weekend series against the Rays. But before we get to that weekend series, Mike, there was something that was exciting on Friday, and that was the debut of Nolan Shanuel coming up to play first base for the Halos in the absence of CJ Crone, who went on the 10-day IL. Also, Anthony Rendon, it was a retroactive 60-day IL, but he wouldn't even be eligible to come back to, like, mid-September. Yeah. So, in light of all of that, we got <laughs> Logan O'Hoppy back and Nolan Shanuel. Heck yeah. Weekend. Yeah. That was our good news from the weekend, and I was excited to see Nolan play. Uh, just a reminder, he was the 11th overall pick in the draft. Uh, what, three months ago? <laughs> I like mean, three, this guy, six weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too long ago, right? 21 years old. Went to Florida Atlantic University, had a really great season there. Uh, 370, 510, 493, and 21 minor. I'm sorry, and that was in minor league games. He actually mm-hmm. was really rocking it there. And then he was promoted uh, really fast through the Angels organization. In fact, coming up to the major leagues, the, the promotion was one of the quickest. The last U.S. born player to debut within 40 days of being drafted was Texas pitcher. Uh, Jerry Don Gleaton, 1979, the one and only oh, Jerry? Jerry Don Gleaton. <laughs> and and then the last position player was Toronto catcher Brian Milner in 1978. Johnny, you have a story that you were telling me off air about your favorite reliever for well, the Angels, yeah. Hobie Milner. <laughs> Hobie Milner's dad is Brian Milner, the one that you just mentioned. Hobie Milner was a, a reliever that drove me insane with the Angels. And apparently, if you go look at his stats, He's rocking like a 210 ERA for the Brewers right now. He's got like three holds in his last five games. So, yeah, I wonder how that happens, Mike. This is my shock face. (laughs) A guy goes from the Angel system to another system and turns into a stud. What a shocker. Yeah. 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 Uh, Shanuel had a pretty good weekend. I mean, for being a guy who just six weeks ago got drafted, 12 at-bats, three hits, four runs scored, two walks, one K. Johnny, what stood out? to you specifically watching Shanuel on the offensive side. Yeah. So before everything fell apart this weekend uh, in in that first game, what stood out to me was that there were two on two out bottom of the order. And then both the eight, nine hitters were on and Shanuel comes up to bat. Right. And he works 
a full count walk. Yep. Like, so it went to three and two and he worked the walk bases loaded for Shohei Otani, who then hits a grand slam and puts the angels up five to one at that point. And we'll talk about how the angels completely blew that just like they <laughs> blew everything else and yeah. the angels blow. So, uh, he works the walk mm-hmm. and gets o- gets Otani the opportunity to hit that grand slam with two outs. Yep. Now, I think I might have texted you. I said, literally anybody else who's leading off in front of Otani goes up in that situation. It's an out yep. or strike three, yep. ends the inning. Otani comes up the next inning with the bases empty. And maybe he still hits a home run, but right. then it's only two to one as opposed to five to one. Mike, that to me made all the difference in the world to see somebody like Shanuel work that walk and prioritize getting on base, knowing yep. how to do his job. Yes. Because his job is not to swing away and hit get a hit so that Otani comes up. It's to get on base any way you can so Otani comes up. So yeah. he knew that his priority wasn't putting the ball in play or getting a base hit. It was how can I get on base? so that Shohei Otani can come up and do damage behind me. I thought that was fantastic. What did you see about Nolan? Offensively, Johnny, what I like about him is that he's an all-across-the-outfield uh, the hitter. Like, he can mm-hmm. spray it anywhere. And and I've talked often on this pod about having a Lu- Luis Arise type of hitter on mm-hmm. this team. I think Shanuel's the guy. I think he's the guy to be able to do that for us. Obviously, he's got a lot of work to do because he is just six weeks out of the draft and played in the minor leagues for just a hot second. And so uh, I don't think we need to get disappointed or, hey, where's his power, all of that stuff. That stuff's going to come, right? Yeah, well, and he's 22 years old, and his body is not even done developing yet. Like, he's going to add power. In fact, all of his scouting reports say, like, he's got the ability to add power to his game. So everybody's screaming about his ground ball rate not hitting for power that's he's 22 like right like look at trout when he debuted versus trout now like he right. added a ton of mass and muscle over the length of his career so that's the same thing is going to happen with shanuel he's yeah. he's going to add power he's i mean joe adele what added like 20 pounds of muscle in the offseason. Like, massive. it's possible. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I liked Shanuel on defense, Johnny. Two plays was, one, that triple play when yeah. – uh, we'll talk about that in the game. But yeah. I think, I think honestly, the runner at third for the Rays thought, I got a rookie at first base. I got a guy who's not played much. And so I'm going to take advantage of this guy. And Shanuel was alert and aware. Mm-hmm. And I, I think back earlier this year with, like, Drury at first base, yep. there were moments where he just wasn't alert and aware, right? And and same thing with Renjifo when he didn't hustle and, and then got benched because of that. Like, Shanuel has come out and, and is Zach Neto. Like, he is, he's out there hustling. He's out there aware. He's alert. I like that about him, and I like that about Neto. And then another defensive play, there was a strikeout, and it went to the backstop. And Thice went back to grab it, and he kind of threw it sidearm down to first. And Shanuel had to sidestep, but mm-hmm. tag the bag. Mm-hmm. And his footwork was so smooth. Yeah. And that just comes that comes with a lot of work, right? But you could just tell that he has put in the work, and he's just this naturally athletic guy. And so he stepped on the bag, moved out of the way. And so those were the two moves that I really loved. I, I actually uh, I saw a great tweet. I wasn't sure if it was from Brett McGuire or somebody else. But somebody compared – 
uh, Shanuel to Nick Johnson. You remember Nick Johnson played for the Yankees for mm. a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick ha- kind of had kind of the same batting stance. He did end up hitting for some power, but he was always around the 280 to 300 mark. And then, of course, uh, you know, Shanuel being a first baseman reminded me of his quick swing of, of Darren Erstad. And Erstad used to spray it all over the place, too. So I, I really like this kid, and I, I love that they're giving him a shot. There's Obviously, there's this like, oh, we're still playing for the playoffs narrative that's still in there. Quite honestly, I just love that he's up. He's not going to lose his rookie status, which is great. And he'll be able to get some at-bats. And he'll be our starting first baseman, if all things go well, next season when we start 2024, which I think would be a brilliant move. Yeah, it's kind of nice they're getting to look at him now versus making it a guessing game next season. Because, you know, uh, uh, Zach Neto didn't come up um, last year. And there was kind of a question mark of like, oh, I wonder when he'll be ready. And then they brought yeah. him up and that was about, you know, a little less than a month into the season. Yep. Uh, but it was necessary and it was a good move. And so it's kind of nice they're giving Nolan a major league look now. Uh, also, I want to point this out. Next time Nolan Shanuel is up to the plate, Mike, uh, tell me his stance doesn't look like Otani's stance. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot yep. of similar to that upright bat, you know, like I know this- Otani pulls his back, but. Yeah, it's it's funny to see that. This is just for you and me. So if you're watching or listening, you, you can uh, you can pay attention if you like. But Johnny Nolan Shanuel reminded me of of one of the left-handed batters on Ken Griffey Jr.'s uh, uh, bases loaded baseball game. Yes, or, uh, he, where, the, where the guy would have the bat really high up, and he would be like this really skinny guy, but he'd have a lot of power. And so, just thought I'd share that with you. Br- brother to brother. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Played a lot of that on the Super Nintendo. I loved that game. It was so good. Hey, the Angels are playing the Reds, hopefully tonight, 6.38 Pacific time. And if anything changes, you know, obviously they'll put it on Twitter and stuff, but we'll we'll post it on Twitter. We'll post it here on a YouTube post if you're watching the video side. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Locked on Angels, we'll tell you why the Halos earned all the tungsten arm tweets that came their way this weekend. We're going to talk about all of that coming right up. Hey, today's show is brought to you by the GameTime app. With the GameTime app, buying tickets is fast and easy. GameTime has deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater. Everything you could want is right there on the GameTime app. In fact, I mentioned this last week. I got Counting Crows and Dashboard Confessional tickets for the YouTube theater uh, in about two weeks here, and I got them on game time, Mike, and they were super affordable, super cheap, super easy, and super fast, too. And the, the nice thing is is that I uh, they, they are very good at following up on the confirmation emails, and so those tickets, of course, were resold, and they're right there in my Ticketmaster account. So that happened all because of game time. Love that. Uh, the game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price and event cancellation protection on the game time app you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set you can see images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive tickets are sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through email like i said super convenient they send it right to where it needs to go and if you find tickets in the same section and row for less than what you paid for game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference grab tickets without the stress on the game time app download the game time app Create your account and don't forget to use our code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. You're going to want to do that. Terms apply. Again, create an account 
and use our code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, Locked On Everydayers, join us every day this week. We're going to recap all of the games, give you a detailed account of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hopefully there's more good than ugly. And the Angels are planning on playing the Reds at 6.38 Pacific time tonight. Catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Michael, Friday was infuriating to me. <laughs> yep. The Angels lost 9-6. to six, Yep. And... It was after a Otani Grand Slam, mm-hmm. a triple play, mm-hmm. the return of Logan O'Hoppy, mm-hmm. the clutch debut of Nolan Shanuel. Yep. And they still lost, Mike. <laughs> and what is yep. most infuriating to me, to me, it's not the tungsten arm tweets, the yeah. Angels, bury Angel fans all you want, people. Right. That's, that's like, we're... This is nothing new, right? By the way, that's what those are about, though. Angel fans is is they they tweet, uh, "Hey, uh, Otani did this, and this happened, and this happened, and the Angels still lost." They do that for traction. They do that because they know that Angel fans are going to jump on those tweets and say, right. "Well, you have to do-, right." So don't just don't take the bait, <laughs> like I did this weekend. Right? Yes. <laughs> I'm talking to you, John. I wasn't talking got, to anybody else. <laughs> I got in arguments with other Angel fans. It was yep. like, "What are you talking about?" I'll address that in a minute. But go ahead. Okay. So listen. It was infuriating to me because I was just watching the game from home and I could feel the atmosphere in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Totally different. Yep. You and I had talked about because we got a question about like, hey, maybe the players need like a standing O. You know what I mean? And and so we had that conversation last week. Then we get to the game and like Shanuel's there. Yep. And Ohapi's back. And they work this walk and hit this grand slam and they turn a triple play and all this stuff. The energy... In the stadium. Shout out to you, Angel fans, because you brought yes. it Friday. Yep. yep. And then the Angels did every single thing they could do to let you down and suck the air harder than a hurricane could suck the air out of that stadium, Mike. <laughs> Rock you like a hurricane. Yeah, no kidding. Because <laughs> that they totally deflated all the energy and enthusiasm that was there that Angel fans brought. So props to you, Angel fans. Props to you if you were at the game because... I felt the energy. It was palpable just watching yep. it on TV. And Tyler Anderson and the bullpen, they all did their best to let you down, which yep. the Angels have done all season long. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you mentioned Tyler Anderson, Johnny. Talk about just uh, pulling a Joe Blanton. I mean, this guy went four innings, gave up six hits, five runs, three Ks, 80, <laughs> 81 pitches in four innings. And, Johnny, the thing that really just hurts him is three of the first four innings, he gave up runs. After getting two outs, mm-hmm. and that happens regularly, not just time. with him, that happens with other pitchers too. There's no ability to shut down an offense. In fact, you sent me this from at Max Air Jordan One. It, it was a tweet. Oh, I love Max, and it said, "If baseball was only two outs per inning, Tyler Anderson would be the second coming of Cy Young or whoever was <laughs> the best pitcher in 1920." That was the greatest tweet from the weekend. I right? love Max. So good, Johnny. It was just frustrating, and then the bullpen came in and really. This, Where's Hobie Milner when you need uh, him? <laughs> right. This this loss is. Is uh, mm, 
it's on Esty and it's on Nevin, right? Like I, I, I don't want to just say Esty. I don't want to just say Nevin. I think it's on both. Estevez came in in yeah. the ninth, struggled. They did get that triple play. Johnny, I just don't think you bring him back out. I don't Why? think you bring it back out because Why he's struggling yeah. and he's really been struggling. I mean, the, the guy has has given up a lot of runs in his last seven games in the month of August. In fact, his ERA is over 14, right? Yeah. Post the all-star break, it's over seven and a half. And this is before the all-star break. It was 1.80. So I just, I know that SD has struggled and I don't want to throw all of the weight on him. I, I think him coming back out, he just looked he looked terrible, but Nevin actually running him back out. I get that maybe he was running low on arms in the bullpen, but then maybe a lot of this loss is on Tyler Anderson. Like this is why we signed you right. homie. Like you can't go four innings and, and I, I'm going to be just terrible towards angel starting pitching this weekend because none of them were able to figure this out. Yeah, none he, of them were able to move forward. None of them were able to be effective. And it was just incredibly, incredibly frustrating, right? Even the game they won on Saturday was, due to poor like batted ball luck yeah yeah because they were up against glass now we'll talk about it but yeah, yeah starters nothing that the starters did this week weekend was great now i, I gotta say this i i know that you got into a discussion about otani and you you tweeted something out because there was the tungsten armo doyle otani hits a grand slam and, and the angels still lost right they turned right. to play angels right. still lost and the point that you were making was that often it can be a Otani versus the Angels team. Like, That's exactly like they're it. not losing together and they're not winning together. Right. And so what you pointed out was what it doesn't reference is that Otani was up in the ninth, bottom of the ninth, with a chance to win this game, and he struck out. Yeah. That was not to say that you don't appreciate him. That was not to say that all of this loss is on him. Right. It was to say that those tweets, those tungsten tweets are intentionally leaving out key moments of the game that are actually key moments of the game. And, right. and listen, I'm thankful that we were up five to one because he hit the grand slam. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. But I also want my all-star phenomenal player to be up in the ninth inning with runners on to try to win the game. Totally. And, and I want him to get a hit there. And I don't think that it's inappropriate for a fan to go, Otani, you got to come through there. Yeah. Otani, you got to get, you got to make contact there, not yeah. strike out. Right. And that's not because we hate him. It's not because we want him to do everything on this team. It's just referencing, like, I want our all-star to come through in that moment right. and people to tweet back and to say, well, angel fans don't deserve Otani. No, because this is what Dodger fans, Yankee fans, right. Braves fans would do with their all-star. And we they'll need do it. To come through. They'll do it a whole lot worse than any angel fan would do. Absolutely. It <laughs> I got grief. I got grief from a friend on, on Sunday who said, I can't wait till Otani he comes to the Dodgers and he goes, man, he hits a grand slam and you guys still lose. And I said, yeah, he was up in the bottom of the ninth and had a chance to win it. And it wasn't his fault that we lost this game, but he, he had an opportunity to win this game and that he didn't come through. And that was, that was frustrating. So when those tweets come out, it, it strategically leaves out moments where the angels could have come through. Yes. Grichuk should have bunted over the runners, right? He should have made contact and moved those runners over. Right. Yes, he absolutely should have. They got so many opportunities to win that game, and they completely blew it. God was giving them a gift, and the <laughs> Angels just blew the gift completely. Well, and that's the thing. Like, okay, you put Otani in the ninth inning, and, and on YouTube, I put my hands at a low level here, so yeah. if you're listening, this is where Otani doesn't get the hit in the ninth inning. And then on top of that, you've got Gritchuk. Yep. And 
the other hitters who also had opportunities Absolutely. to get the hit and get the hit. And then way up here, Mike, is Tyler Anderson. Don't give up a 5-1 lead, right. you bozo. So right. again, like, yes, under this, under this, under this, under this, under this, and under this is the, yeah, I wish Shohei would have come up clutch right there. So yep. that's not the first thing that gets pointed out, and it's not the last thing yeah. that gets pointed out. But I, I, to your point, Mike, you watch if wherever Otani lands, if it's not the Angels, if this were the Dodgers, oh, he would never hear the. Oh, they're going to trash him. They're going to eat him alive. They're going to eat him alive, and they're going to be frustrated with him, and 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 and, and that's just going to be the reality of it. And then yeah. then Angel fans are going to go, well, yeah, I mean. Like he was fantastic. We loved him. It would have been great if he came through in some of those moments. Mm-hmm. But that's not us saying that this loss is on him because it wasn't. This loss wasn't on him. No, that, not at all. This wasn't his fault, right? There were a lot of factors in this game, but one of those factors was the fact that Otani struck out, didn't move the runners over, didn't even make contact in that at bat. And so that's what's really frustrating about this whole thing. And what's really frustrating is we are asking Otani to do so much yeah and the guy can't do it by himself he can't do it by himself because so gotta... bump the runners over so got... do something yeah he, velasquez is at second and looked like he got picked off because the ball got hit back to the pitcher and they called him safe you got a gift there yeah and what do you do with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just fumbled it yeah ridiculous the angels hitters like nobody nobody for as much as otani does like there's nobody around him stepping up no and, and it's just insane to me that this continues to go yep. on. All right, Johnny, let's talk about Saturday's game. And we heard early on because of Hurricane Hillary that they were going to move the Sunday game to Saturday. So it suddenly became a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. And game one, the Angels actually won seven to six. Which I was got great. all my misery out of the way on Saturday. It was fantastic. Right. <laughs> right. But it wasn't a great start for Angel pitching. And I know no. Chase Silseth has been really good in his last few starts, but not in this one. Two no. and two thirds, five hits, five runs, three walks, four K, 77 pitches. Glass now wasn't great for the race, but here's the difference between our starters and other teams' starters. Glass now had the same amount of pitches in five innings, mm-hmm. not in three innings. And and he was able to actually go to the sixth inning. And the, the issue in this game, Johnny, was the Angels struggled with shutdown innings. They scored four in the bottom of the third. Then they gave up three in the top of the fourth. They scored one in the bottom of the fourth, and they gave it back in the top of the fifth. And that's just been the game. In fact, Tampa Bay, they had on their broadcast, their broadcaster said, boy, when you're playing the Angels lately, you never feel like you're out of the game. And they're exactly right. <laughs> that's like the ultimate indictment of the Angels. And Mike, that's the other part of it. It was like, we we talk about how frustrating it can be for the Angels pitching to get dinky dude. That's what was going on with Tyler Glass now. He had a, yep. he, he had a couple blue, he gave a couple blue pits. The first baseman gets a pop up and it, hits off of his glove like yep and 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 he kept his composure he kept his cool and he yeah. was still he still managed to get through five innings yep because glass now is a professional starting pitcher right and and the reason why the angels were able to pile on in the beginning of the game was because there were a ton of miscues on the Rays, and yeah Rays made like, mistakes you should take advantage of those good teams take advantage of those mistakes but a team that isn't usually as sloppy as the rays were uh, you're not going to score those runs in any normal circumstance. Right. So the Angels were, like you said, 
in, in Friday's game, gifted second base. They were gifted opportunities on Saturday. Um, Canning came in and relieved still Seth in this one. He settled things down. He went three and a third innings pitched, two hits, only one run, five Ks. He got the win, his seventh win of the season. On offense, Brandon Drury hit his 16th home run. He had three hits in this one. Yep. Grichuk had two RBIs and also robbed a home run early yeah, on in the that game. Was a great play. Um, so it, it, that's the other thing. It's like, okay, Grichuk is starting to be the guy that we expected when we traded for him three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, way to go. Um, <laughs> he robbed that home run. Um, Moniak and Thais each had an RBI, which is great. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez got the save, his yep. sixth of the year and his second with the Halos. And I would have gone to Lopez in this game too, g- given everything that happened the night before. And then game two happened. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It was terrible. 18 to four. Johnny, the, the key <laughs> in this game, top of the fifth, Jordan Adams, he is running in, Drury's running out, and Adams, you could tell like it was going to be tough. And yeah. so he comes running in and the ball bounces out of his glove. Would have been the would have been the final out. Yeah. And then Sandoval, who's on the mound, gives up three more hits <laughs> and four more runs right. after that. Right. So I'm texting with Locked On Every Day Eric Cope. And he texts me. He's a former ball player and coach. And he said, I loved it when the opposing pitcher got emotional because then we knew, oh, we're going to get some hits. And and that that's the difference between Sandoval and Glassnow. Hmm. Sandy just lost his composure. And he does that so often. And even when he tries in body language – to make it look like he's not losing oh, his composure. It's so obvious. It's way too obvious. He's a terrible faker. And and he lost his composure. Four and two-thirds innings, seven hits, six runs, 100 pitches. That error actually cost him another 25 pitches. I yeah. get having an error. It's terrible. But isn't the pitcher the guy that can go, I'm going to pick you up, rookie. I'm going right. to I'm gonna make this happen, rookie. But he, he wasn't. He wasn't able to do any of that stuff. And then they bring in Jaime Berea and Berea has just been throwing cookies in his last yeah. few outings. And he just hasn't been great. Gives up a total of nine runs. John, doesn't it seem like the angels avoided some of these moments earlier this year that suddenly feels so unavoidable for them. It, yeah. It's, it's all the stuff I feel like we complained about last year with, with, you know, young guys or, you know, uh, recycled players from other systems that we picked up on the waiver wire doing stuff like this. I mean, Mike, Jordan Adams is a Billy Epler guy. He's yep. athletic. He's talented. He he could play basketball. I think yep. there's a video of him slam dunking a, a basketball. He and could be a running back. That boy is built. <laughs> he could be a running back. Mike, it's yet another athletic dude mm-hmm. that Billy Epler thought he could teach how to play baseball. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. And, and that's what we're running into here with all these Billy guys. Tell me, Show me the difference between a Joe Adele and a Jordan Adams, and I'll show you Zach Neto and Nolan Shanuel, Yeah. right? Like, these are these are ball players. I think of my my friend and your friend, Mark, who yes. played softball with us. Like, that dude played baseball from Little League and even semi-pro baseball. And the reason why is he was a gritty player. He wasn't the biggest guy. He wasn't the largest guy. He was gritty and gutsy and was all over the field. He could play yep. anywhere. And and those are the dudes that that Zach Neto and Nolan Shanuel are likely to be in their careers. Jordan Adams, Joe Adele, 
talented athletic dudes like they, they could beat us up right, right. <laughs> yeah. but what i'm saying is like i'm not saying this to their face <laughs> <laughs> but mentally like shanuel and Neto, like those are baseball dudes yes at the end of the day and yes. and i think about like bria coming in look who are you going to turn to in this uh, moment? Right. They, and, and you texted me before the game, gee, the Angels really want to win today, don't they? Because <laughs> the text message was they brought Jimmy Hergett in as the 27th right. man. In the doubleheader, you can have a 27-man roster. And so you had all these relief arms available, and they bring up Jimmy Hergett yeah. to, to pitch out of the bullpen yeah. after you spent your entire bullpen on Friday and earlier on Saturday. I just – I don't get it. And, and if there was any indication – that number one, the Angels deserve all the tungsten arm tweets directed at them. Number two, this team sorely let down its fans this weekend. Mm-hmm. And 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 number three, they're not going anywhere. No. Uh, and and they finally, I said it last week, Mike. I said, what? Am, who am I watching on this team? What am I watching for? Well, yeah. Shanuel being there, Logan O'Hoppy being back. Hopefully, Mike Trout. Comes, like at least there's some stuff to watch. Obviously, Otani's part of that conversation too, but. But like a week ago, there wasn't anything to watch right. that was fun about this team. And and now that Shanuel's there, Ohapi's back, Otani, hopefully Trout soon. There's stuff to watch, but I mean, they're they're not going anywhere. It's not right. happening. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, the Angels are planning on playing the Reds at 6.38 Pacific time. And there might be some tweets if the game is postponed. We'll let you know. Catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And if anything comes up about tonight's game or anything else about the series, we'll let you know on YouTube and our socials. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Johnny, there's one stat that proves that Shohei Otani needs Mike Trout behind him in this lineup. And we're going to share that one stat with you tomorrow on Locked On Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. We hope you'll come back and join us. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.